Podcast Answer Man, episode number 377. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, everybody. This is Captain Jeff from the Airline Pilot Guy podcast. Everything I know about podcasting, I learned from Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. Now, I may be a captain for a major U.S. legacy airline, but Cliff is the captain. No, Cliff is the chief pilot of podcasting. So sit back and relax. Tray tables and seat backs in their upright and locked positions. Podcast answer man is cleared for takeoff. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to taking your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, my friends. It does not matter if you're brand new to this online content creating world we live in or if you have been creating content online for many years, there's something we can all do to take everything we do to the next level. Well, my friends, I have an exciting agenda of things that I want to share from my heart with you today. Today, I'm going to share with you, uh, starting off, I'm going to share a story of what happened to me when I was out for a walk recording an episode of my Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. Now, I have the opportunity to share with people what a podcast is. I have conversations where I educate people on podcasting, on what podcasting is and what benefits it has to offer you on a consistent basis. I have the conversations several times a month where I'm introducing somebody for the very first time to the world of podcasting. And well, uh, for the very first time, I recorded an entire conversation like that just completely off the cuff. This was unplanned I couldn't have planned it any better. You'll hear me say that uh, in the in the follow up um, commentary that I did after I was had uh, had this conversation. So let me set this up for you. I have a show called Pursuing a Balanced Life. You can find this podcast, by the way, in iTunes or wherever your fine podcasts are found. But you can go to pursuingabalancedlife.com, and I'm looking it up here because I wanted to see um, this happened to me. In episode 582, episode number 582, which was recorded on September 27th, 2014. And as I, what I do with this podcast is I grab my digital audio recorder, I hold it in my hand, and I literally just walk down the road or streets or wherever I happen to be, and I simply speak whatever's on my mind without any script, without any outline most of the time. There's sometimes I've had an outline of topics because I, I had specific things, so many things that I felt like I had to talk about. But sometimes I go out there, not, I walk out the door, have no clue what I'm going to say, and then just get out there and just share what's going on in my personal life, my professional life, how I'm balancing it all, and that's what this show is about. And that's what I was doing on September 27th, and then this happened. Now, what I'm getting ready to do is I'm going to play for you an audio clip of, uh, a, of of where a certain portion of this episode where a guy stopped and said, hey, is that a microphone in your hand? Now, I've done some post-production on this because I was already, I was walk, walking pretty fast 
So I was already pretty far away from him when he asked the question. So you could just barely hear him in the recording. So there, every time that he talks, I kind of super amplify the audio. And then as I get closer to him, the, the amount that I had to amplify his voice is less. The intention here wasn't to be an out-in-the-field interview with this guy. It just happened that that we had this conversation. I was on the sidewalk. His dad was at the back of the truck. I was pretty much in front of the truck. And he was on... Uh, the driver's side of this truck that that um, they had for their lawn care service. I think the rest of this will probably speak for itself, but I just wanted to do a little setup for you. And what I want you to, before before I hit play here, as you're listening to this, what I'd love for you to do is kind of, in your mind, think, what would you do if somebody said, hey, what is a podcast? All right, so... Let's check this out. This is that recording. It's about eight minutes and 47 seconds, so let's take it away. How are you doing? So... Is that a microphone on there? It is. I'm recording a podcast. What's a podcast? You don't know what a podcast is? I've heard of it. Is it like an internet thing? It is. So a podcast is like talk radio is the way that... I'd like to explain it to people, and it's uh, where you can listen to it on the internet, or you download it off the internet and listen to it wherever you want to go. Oh, okay. So you guys have like an iPhone or anything like that? I have an Android. An Android? If you go to Android uh, in the App Store, I would recommend that you download an app called Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. It's free. And uh, if you go to Stitcher Radio... It's a free application, and then what you can do is you can type in a topic in the search box for right. any topic that you're interested in. And then do you, are you talking on it? I am. So if you, for me, if you type in Podcast Answer Man, just type in Podcast Answer Man, uh, you'll find my podcast that I record. Oh, okay. So you actually talk, and then people listen to it. Yeah, so basically, the, the show that I'm recording right now is called Pursuing a Balanced Life, and it's a show where I talk about my business and things that I'm experiencing about how I'm growing my business and stuff like that and how I manage to try to fit time in to take care of myself mentally and physically right. and stuff. And what I do is I record it and talk about it here and I hit stop when I get home. I upload it to the internet and thousands of people all over the world to are going to be hearing your voice actually. What's your name by the way? Zach. Zach? So Zach, there are thousands of people all over the world who are going to hear your voice. Oh, you're talking to I'm on the radio right now. <laughs> well, you kind of, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so do that. On your Android phone, get Stitcher Radio. That's the, Or you could pay $4.99 and get a better application called Pocket Casts, and it will sound better. Stitcher Radio makes the, the, takes my file and crunches it down, so it's, it's a smaller file as far as the, how much bandwidth it takes up, and they reduce the audio quality a little bit. But uh, Stitcher Radio is free. Pocket Casts is another one. But it's not. It, it can, there's business podcasts. There's right. podcasts about your favorite TV shows, your favorite sports. But people. people just like me, just like you, get behind a microphone, either out walking or sitting in their home with, in front of a microphone. You could create a podcast today and put it on the internet. Right now, do people like interact with you on there, or do they just listen to it? They listen to it. So basically, a podcast is uh, designed to where you record it whenever you want and you put it online. And then people are subscribed to it, so it gets automatically delivered to them, but they listen to it whenever they want. So some people are going to hear, there are going to be a lot of people who hear this within the next 24 hours. But there's going to be somebody else who listens to this 
and they'll be listening to it while they're out for a walk three and a half weeks from now. Right. It'll be the first chance they get a chance to listen to this episode because they listen to a bunch of other podcasts as well. So the whole idea about, about a podcast, if you, get, if you ever listen to the radio, you, you turn it on and all of a sudden they're talking about something you might be interested in. But then you get to a place where you have to do the work you're going to do, right? And it's like you miss that thing that they've been teasing that they were going to talk about. With a podcast, you just hit, you hit stop and it, it pauses you right where you're at. You do your work wherever you're at. It looks like you guys are going to do some lawn work here. And when, you're, when you get back in the truck, you click play and it's, it picks up right where it left off. So it's much better than radio. Right. But then your question is, do, so basically what will happen is that the people who are listening to me can go to my website and leave me feedback. They can, they can t- put a comment on the episode, or they can email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com, and I'll get an email from them. Or I use social media like Twitter or Facebook, and so they're listening to me, and then they know how to reach me on, on social media. So all the people who listen to this podcast, they, this is the interesting thing. I, there, there are just over a 1,000 people that have been listening to the podcast I'm recording now, and I've done over 580 of episodes of this show since 2005, no, t- since 2006. There are over 1,000 people who are hearing my voice right now. I know their first name, last name, email address, and at least three other personal details about their lives. So it, it, we have a relationship. So when I go to a different city... They listen to you live? Uh, well, I can broadcast. I'm, they can't hear me live right now because this is not connected to the internet. But I do. I do have the ability in my studio at my house. I can actually turn on a, a live stream, and people can listen to me live. Um, and that's you called streaming. Need to take take calls like you're on the radio. Well, I could do that. Um, so I can do that when I'm streaming live. But what I can do is I have a voicemail feedback hotline, so people can call eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. It's available twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. And they can leave me a voicemail, and it gets recorded as an audio file, and I can actually play it in my podcast and respond to it. Wow. So that's what, a po- that's what podcasting is. If you want, go to podcastanswerman.com and uh, check out my website. But uh, I, I encourage you guys on your phone, uh, just get Stitcher Radio started out. It's free. And then if you really like the content there uh, and you want to hear the audio quality just the way it was originally meant to be, then I would recommend on Android getting Pocket Casts. But uh, I don't have my wallet with me. But if you can remember, podcastanswerman.com. Podcast, I think you can remember. All right. All right. See you guys. All right. Fun stuff. See, my friends, this is how podcasting gets spread. That, th- wow. This is going to make it into Podcast Answer Man. <laughs> Ah, that's great. I I couldn't have planned that any better. Um, That was awesome. So, I forget what I was saying now. But anyway, it doesn't matter. That was incredibly awesome. Uh, A a young teenage man with his dad working together on their lawn business, getting ready to mow their, their next lawn for one of their clients, and he gets educated on what podcasting is. And the coolest thing in the world, and I've seen this happen over and over again, because that conversation that I had there, I have that conversation hundreds of times a year. Hundreds of times a year with people who have never heard of it before. And the coolest thing in the world is that there's a, there is a possibility 
And it's not just a slight possibility, but there is a possibility that that young guy right there will have his own podcast within the next 18 months. And having that podcast and sharing his true joy and passion about a topic that is much more passion, so much more of a passion for his than just making money in a lawn care business that his dad started, that it could, that podcast that he creates, could lead him in a way of creating a business opportunity for himself, doing business related to something he loves, that he's deeply passionate about, and it can forever change his life. And I love that. (sighs) Wow. My friends, this is why I do what I do. This is why I do what I do. It's not about how do you get to the top of iTunes. It's not about making the most of new and noteworthy. It's about getting out there and telling people about the technology that is available for you to get behind a microphone, to share what you are doing, to share what you are passionate about, and to allow other people to find you or that you have found them and and told them about your show where those people share that passion that you have and they want to consume the content that you create. They want to hear the message that's inside of you related to that topic. And from there, the possibilities really are limitless. I believe that. Wow. Yeah. All right. So there you go. That's the audio clip that happened while I was just out for a walk. And, you know, I I, I really I said a lot in the follow up there that I don't have to reiterate or rehash at all. But uh, for Podcast Answer Man, the the one thing, the the main reason for me sharing that audio clip is this whole debate for some people of, oh, I hate the word podcasting. There's so many people out there when I mention podcasts, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, you know what? That's fine. If you give it a different name, they're still not going to know what you're talking about. But you might argue, well, hey, you know, um, if I use the term internet radio, then they do understand what I'm talking about. But I would encourage you to go back and listen to that conversation again. Because he says, hey, what are you doing with that microphone? He says, is that a microphone? And I said, yeah. He says, what are you doing? I said, I'm recording a podcast. He says, what is a podcast? And then I said, it's like internet radio. It's okay to use it. The thing is, is what I'm doing right now is not internet radio. You know, there is something actually. The the term internet radio already has been applied and, and, and connected to this stuff called streaming radio on the internet the reality is is that it is possible for you to consume this content wherever you want whenever you want even if you don't have access to the internet when you want to consume it so it it is i mean i said it's like internet radio but it's not internet radio Instead, it's like internet radio in that, yeah, you probably can grasp the fact that I can take what I say and put it on the internet and people can listen and that to you kind of symbolizes this thing radio. But I went on to say, that, and the cool thing is is that you can listen to it whenever you want. It's not on their schedule, it's on your schedule. 
So I, I kind of told him that you could, you know, download an application. These things get delivered to you. You can listen to them. It, so here's the deal. That guy walked away with an understanding of what a podcast is. He also walked away with an understanding of how he can consume that content if he wants to. Now, typically, when I have these conversations, I usually say, hey, if you have a cell phone right now, if you have an, a smartphone right now, I can show you. And so I usually go a little bit further than that. But he and his dad was getting ready to to mow these lawn, mow the lawn for a client that they had just stopped at to do their mowing service. So I didn't go as much in detail as I would if I was just having a casual conversation where just the to- topic of, so what do you do, comes up. And I said, well, you know, I, I actually do podcasting for a living. And they're like, what's podcasting? I don't, I don't say, well, I do. Actually, sometimes I do start out with, you know, so somebody says, what do you do for a living? I say, sometimes I say, well, I create um, content for the internet. It's kind of like, I kind of like create internet radio programs or talk radio programs for the internet. So I do start out the conversation that way. But throughout the thing, what I do is I gradually sneak the term in, uh, the term podcasting in, so that in their mind they start to, by content, context, associate what I've been discussing and explaining to them, I, I, they begin to associate that technology of everything that I've talked about with the term podcast because this is a podcast. What I'm talking about, what I've been sharing with you, it is podcasting. And, and it's kind of like, you know, the, the whole idea of not using the term podcast, it's kind of like the same problem I had with, you know, seeker sensitive churches that would say, Hey, you know, we're not going to use any of this big language because people don't understand it. And I'm like, it's like, well, why not educate? Why, why avoid, you know, uh, you, you know, in insulting people's ignorance, which this isn't, you know, if somebody doesn't know what a podcast is, that, that, that shouldn't make them feel stupid. The fact that they're ignorant is not a problem. I mean, it, it, I, you know, there's so many things that I don't know. I hope that if there's something I don't know and you, and it could be something extremely valuable to me, I hope that you would tell me about it, even if I don't understand what it is when you first mention it to me. I, that, you know, I just, I, I'm a big boy. I can take it. <laughs> People can take the word podcast. Anyway, I hope this inspires you. And if if nothing else, if you don't get anything else out of this podcast today, which I hope that you will because I have some other great stuff to share. But if you don't have anything else and take anything else away from this, here's my challenge to you. All right? My challenge to you is to commit yourself within the next seven days. Look and find somebody in this world that you come in, in contact with where you have, let's just say, about five to ten minutes to actually have a conversation with somebody. That conversation I just had there was eight minutes and 47 seconds. Actually, it was less than that because the that was the total, and I did a lot of follow-up conversation after that. So it was about five minutes. So anyway, if you have a five to ten-minute conversation, find somebody who does not know what a podcast is. And you, you could simply, to fulfill this challenge, you may go across everybody you meet until you find somebody where you say, hey, do you know what a podcast is? And if they say, yeah, then talk about something different. You know, but but as you meet new people within the next seven days, until you find somebody who doesn't know what one is, when they say, when you ask, do you know what a podcast is? And they say no, the challenge is for you to explain it to them and then share and ask them if they have a cell phone. And 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 one of the things you may want to do is you may want to educate yourself how to subscribe 
to a podcast on an Android smartphone if you don't already know how to do so. And to do that, you may have to borrow somebody's Android smartphone and learn for yourself. Uh, find out, you know, about the Android applications like Dogcatcher and, um, you know, the Stitcher app. And there, there's Pocket Cast and a bunch of other ones out there if you wanted to use them. There, there, there are several options. But anyway, if you could show them a make, be prepared. It's kind of like going back to that spiritual question. Always be prepared to give the reason for the hope that you have. I, okay, that's maybe pushing it a little here. But that's always be prepared to teach someone what a podcast is. That's how people learn. That's how this gets out. And I, I just, I just want to challenge you. Find somebody within the next seven days and teach them about podcasting. If every single listener of this podcast were to do that within the next seven days, wow, that would be amazing. And let's just say that out of, you know, let's just say out of 7,000 new people who just heard about podcasting for the first time as a result of folks who are who are literally gonna take this challenge and, and take it out to the world, if you do that and 7,000 new people hear what a podcast is, and only 3,000 of them actually follow through and find a podcast and enjoy it, those 3,000 people's lives, I believe, will will be forever changed. I'm not saying that it's going to drastically change their career path and stuff like that. It has that potential, but it their lives will be better in some way. They'll be more entertained, more educated, more encouraged, more inspired by the content that they listen to than had they never been introduced to it. And many of those people will then become evangelists for podcasting as well. And just imagine if you made it your goal. And here's the thing. If you're listening to my voice, most of you are podcasters, all right? And and so my, my challenge even further is this. What if you were to make it your goal to teach one, only one new person, what a podcast is. They, the, the stipulation is that person has to be somebody who has no clue what a podcast is. So you may have conversations, lots of other conversations who people have heard about podcasts and, and you talk about podcasts and you maybe, you know, and, and you kind of get them a little bit more excited about it than they were before. But I'm talking about one person who has never heard of podcasting before. Teach them what it is. And make that your goal to do it once a week, every week for a year. That's 52 new people. And you might think, well, what's 52 people going to do? Well, I'm telling you there's a lot of power in one person. And if we all did this, if we are, pod- I mean, if we're podcasters, I mean, why wouldn't we do this, right? And, and here's, what I, here's what I know. Many of you, a lot of you are already doing this. But are you intentionally doing it that frequently? If not, why not? And if if not, why not take up the challenge? I'm not I'm not suggesting that you should do it. I'm just putting the challenge out there. And I encourage you to consider it. There we go. So that's that I, I just had fun with that. Thank you for letting me share. All right. Now this next one here is I am going to share with you. Uh, my my additional thoughts on a topic that I've already shared on Podcast Answer Man. And it was just a couple of episodes ago that I titled the entire episode Slippery Slope. All right. Now, many of you who are listening to my voice, you've been following me for a couple of weeks now. 
you know that I have been recording the video version of Podcast Answer Man as kind of a, well, it's, it's a video version of the audio podcast that I'm creating for you right now. And for the longest time, I'd always streamed the video and, and kind of gave people an inside look into my studio and seeing how I was doing things. And uh, more recently, I've decided, you know, hey, I'm going to start looking into the camera and I'm going to start creating content still for the purpose of the people who are listening to audio, but I'm also going to make sure that if if I am going to publish the video version of this entire episode, why not look at the camera? Why not get a little bit more comfortable doing that so that I can kind of, you know, take my own skills to the next level? Because I do believe that I will be doing some content in the very fairly new, near future. I don't know if that's the next month, the next couple months, or even if it's the next year, but I do believe that I will be creating a video show of some sort somewhere in the, in the future. And so I want to take these skills to the next level, and, and I know that it, it's a little bit more engaging for me to look directly into the, can, into the camera and communicate as if I'm talking to the person who is listening or viewing. And so I've been doing that, and I've been intentionally trying to make sure that as I'm doing that, I'm not showing off things that only the people in the, that can see on the video can see, you know, because this is one of my concerns. This Podcast Answer Man is designed to be an audio podcast. There, this is not a video podcast. This is an audio pod, podcast, and it's my goal that nobody, listen, excuse me for one second. <clears throat> By the way, uh, because I actually am doing the video production or recording of this and the audio recording of this at the same time, and I desire not to go, and, and because of the video content and the software that I'm using is immediately encoding it as it's being recorded, meaning that as soon as I hit stop on this recording, I've got a file that can instantly be uploaded to YouTube. As a result of that, I can go in and open it up in editing software and edit out, like, for example, that cough and the little uh, mini pause where I reached behind myself and grabbed a, a drink of water. And so I, I could edit that out and in software and then re-encode the video and then upload it. That literally adds at least an hour and a half, maybe two hours worth of video production work and post-production work. Don't want to do that. Now, I could just leave the video as it is and fix it in the audio, but one of the things that I've been doing is creating timestamps in my show notes. And so for each new topic that starts, if you look at my show notes, most of my show notes will not just tell you the topics that were covered in the episode, but at what, how many minutes and how many seconds into the episode that particular uh, um, topic started. And I also use the same ones for the video. Now, I was doing edits on the audio side and leaving the video alone before, and I was doing, I was getting the timestamps for the audio, but then I couldn't just use the same timestamps because the audio had been modified from the video, and so I had to go find the the timestamps in the video as well. That was frustrating. So my attempt, my goal recently, has been to kind of try to go live to hard drive, hitting the record button on both of these at the same time, hitting the stop button at the same time on both of them and attempting to not need to do any post-production, no editing work 
at all, if that's possible. And so far, it's worked out pretty well for the last couple of weeks. So I'm wor- I'm working on that. That just that explains why sometimes I'll take a drink of water rather than you know pausing and, and continuing. But here's the thing: the slippery slope is when um, you know the, all of a sudden somebody's listening to the audio. You guys are listening to my voice, and then all of a sudden I might refer to something. In fact, the first slip happened a couple weeks ago and let me just play a little audio clip from the first slip it's a 16 second clip here and of course i have a boom mic arm so that allows me to to really go around i I can go all over my studio and and what i'm doing right now you can't see it uh if you're listening to audio but i can't i just did it didn't i all right so there you go that was the first one I, I, basically, I said, you can't see it if you're, and I didn't say the word only, I, you can't see it if you're only listening to the audio right now, but for those of you who are on the video, you could see that I was moving around the studio, uh, you know, basically turning to the left and to the right and taking my microphone with me because I had a boom mic arm. So what I did there is I had connected with the video audience and and I was showing them this and I kind of left the audio audience just lagging behind just a little bit saying that you can't see this if you are not watching if you're only listening to the audio or if you're not watching this on video now the thing is is it's okay for me to demonstrate things in my studio but the but here's how I could have done that differently and so I would have said, so what you guys don't see right now is that I'm moving my microphone to the left and right, and I'm taking the microphone with me. And and so, and of course, the people on the video could have continued to see that I was doing that, but I would actually be communicating to my intended audience, which are the audio listeners. And that's my goal with Podcast Answer Man. And unless for some reason down the road, I've, I've actually got on the slippery slope and I've slid all the way down to where I've just got a new format that now I am primarily a video podcast and the audio is still available for those who want to listen to it, but I'm c- consistently making references to what only the video uh, audience can see, then, then, that, then that's a whole shift. But I don't intend for that to happen, but yet I'm on the slippery slope. And I did not realize just how slippery the slope was. By the way, that was episode 375, two weeks ago. Last week, I slipped again, and I didn't even know it. That's right. I I slipped a second time on this and didn't know it. And in fact, it was my friend Ryan Gray who wrote to me. He says, listen, I just want to let you know at 15, somewhere between 15 to 20 minutes in, you said something like, you can you can't or you can see that I haven't shaved, and he says it made me want to go and watch the video. Just thought I would let you know. So I went back and I'm like, oh, you know, as soon as he wrote those words and I read them in the comment section, I'm like, I I remember that. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. So here is that next slip. In fact, I've got it right here. And in fact, have I actually signed up for my free trial kit of Harry's shaving thing? No, uh, I haven't yet. But every single time I'm up there in my in my bathroom, of course, you can tell I haven't shaved today. I love working for myself. I don't have to do that all the time. So there you go. It, it, there I was. I was talking to the camera. I was talking to those watching. As you can see, I haven't shaved today. Now, would it have been okay for me to communicate that? 
yes, but how could I have communicated differently so I, I didn't leave the audio audience behind? I could, the video people could see this, but what I could say is, now, um, what you guys don't know is I haven't shaved in a couple days, but the next time I do, I'm, I'm thinking, hey, you know, I, I want I want to use, I'm, I'm thinking I'm using going to use this Harry's, uh, you know, temporary signups. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to order a Harry's razor because of these recommendations of these advertisements. Anyway, the reality is, is I could have found a way to communicate that in, in the same way that I would have done if the camera wasn't there. And that's what I want to do with Podcast Answer Man. I want to continue to record this content looking into the camera, allowing those who are watching the video to see things that those on, on in audio can't see. That's fine. But I never want to communicate something to them and say, hey, guys, you listening on audio, if you really want to benefit from this explanation, you've got to see the video version of this. Go and check it out. And I and that's the, that's the slippery slope. And in fact, uh, I haven't told Michael Hyatt that I was going to do this, but Michael Hyatt recently had an, a, a slippery slope moment himself. And I don't know if he's actually, if he knows that he did this. It was in his new podcast, season one, episode 11. And here is his slippery slope moment. Now listen to this. And then a third part of this, simple graphic components is, be intentional about your fonts. I wish I could show this. Again, we can show it in the video, but I hate to say this, but I'm gonna out somebody here. But <laughs> this is the website of my breeder for my that I bought my dog from. There you go. I wish I wish I could show this is what he said. And then he followed it up. Well, we could show it in the video. So and, and then he says, and this here is the and basically that's what he this here, or he didn't actually say the word. He says, This is the website of my breeder where I, I had my dog tra- trained or what or where I bought my dog. So I we can't I wish we could show it. We can we'll, we can include this in the video and this is the website that I'm talking about right now. And I will tell you when I heard it I was listening to it on audio only. I for the long for a couple of weeks I had subscribed both to Michael's video and his his audio and I had concluded after you know watching a couple episodes on the video I had found myself it's like you know what this is really an audio production and I listened to most of the video with the screen off and just listened to the audio. And I'm like, wow, you know what? When I'm out and about, I would save a ton of bandwidth if I would stream the audio of this instead of the video. It would be a much smaller file. So I had, at this point, somewhere around episode number six or seven, I had unsubscribed from Michael's video podcast feed and I had then stayed only subscribed to the audio. And so when I got to season one, episode 11, I listened to him say, we can show this on the video, and this is the website that I'm referring to right now. And at that very moment, I wanted to see the video. I'm like, I wish I could see the video. In fact, I intended to go see the video, and I forgot, and I never got around to it until Ryan reminded me that I had a slippery slope, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring this back up on Podcast Answer Man. And then I went to go find Michael Hyatt's uh, video slip and and his slippery slope moment for this, and I went and watched the video for that very same portion, and guess what? They did not add this in post-production, and while he may have been looking at the website, 
he they never did show it in the thing. So, you know, I now am I being hyperly critical of Michael Hyatt? No, not at all. It's just that, you know, Michael Hyatt's doing something very similar to what I'm doing. In fact, I, I'm pretty sure he started it before I did. He is recording an audio podcast, but also trying to create a an, an engaging approach to video um, video as well and, and, and delivering it in both mediums. Now, he's actually created an RSS feed. I haven't gone quite, quite so far as to create an RSS feed for the video files. So this is not a video podcast this is strictly an audio podcast, but uh, I am putting these videos on YouTube, and I found myself now with two slippery slope moments, and we'll continue to see how that goes, and, and I encourage you guys, in anytime you hear me do a slippery slope moment, whether I catch myself or not, feel free to go to podcastanswerman.com, and on the in the comments of that particular episode, let me know. Keep me accountable, if you will. I'm asking you to, in a very polite way, kind of in the same way that Ryan did. You know, just like, hey, did you know that you had another one of those slippery slope moments? Uh, you mentioned, you know, that we could see that you hadn't shaved. He, he just like made me want to go and see how, just how, how far out your, 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 your non-shaved growth had, had come out. You know, it's just like, I, I, for whatever reason, you mentioned it and I, wanted to see it, and I knew that the video would show it, and I wanted to see it, and he didn't go into that much detail, but I understand it. So the question is, why is this such a big deal? You know, why? Why why even bring this up a second time? Well, here you go. I, I've written out a couple bullet point items. I'm going to read them to you. First of all, people have a desire to have access to as much behind-the-scenes information that they can get when it comes to the things that they are most interested in. That's right. I mean, and I'm totally like this. Now, I realize that if I go to twit.tv, which is This Week in Tech, Leo Laporte's network, I know that if I tune in live, I'm going to see things that don't even get recorded, you know, that they'll never put out in an RSS feed. In fact, I know that they they do editing of their of their show. So some of the things that happen while they're recording their podcast that I love so much, I know some of that gets edited out. And if I would have watched live, I would have actually been able to see it. And so, and and sometimes I tune in just for that reason because I know there's some additional things. I love listening to Leo Laporte's um, podcast in between because I I can see sometimes in between shows I can see him engaging and interacting with other people, how he communicates and how he has conversations with people. I really enjoy that. And the same thing, I I I enjoy this with all the people that I follow. I enjoy. All of the people I look up to, like Michael Hyatt and Dan Miller and Ray Edwards, I love just being in their presence, watching them engage with other people because I learn from that as well. It's not just it's not just what I learn from what they teach in their bullet you know bulleted list of you know prepared content that they're creating, but I learned just as much and sometimes even more just by watching what they do when the recorder is not on. And 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 most of the time, I'm very much influenced by that in a positive way. So anyway, so people. But the thing is, is what I'm saying is, people have a desire to get as much information as possible. And so, if you notify them that that additional information, you're going to create within them a desire to get something, to get the content in the way that delivers even more. Now, the reality is, is for those of you who are listening in the audio. 
I'm not, I'm trying not to give a whole lot more. I mean, if anything, um, you know, don't feel bad. Could you be watching my video right now? There are people who are watching my video right now. People, there are some people who, when they're hearing me say what I'm saying right now, they're watching me on YouTube. All right. Now, could you be doing that? Yes. Would you get an inside glimpse into what my studio looks like right now? Absolutely. And you know what? Chances are some of you are going to be thinking, wow, I'm going to go check that out. My my goal and my hope is that maybe that is something. I, I Matter of fact, I know this. Some of you will come check it out. You're going to look and see what the studio looks like. You're going to look like, but you're going to realize that, well, from episode to episode, it really doesn't change much. You know, it's Cliff in front of his camera, sitting in his chair with the same stuff in the behind him. It's just that. And eventually, that's not, that's just going to be, you know, it's like, well, that really doesn't add a ton more. I mean, I don't need to see what color shirt Cliff is wearing. And the reality is most of the time, it's it's going to be ash gray. And it's either going to ha- say, I still have a couple of my podcast mastermind shirts. And most of them are going to be my next level shirts, my uniform. I, I have a uniform for myself. It's shorts and a t-shirt. So... Um, but but the thing is, is I for those who are watching on video, they pref- they're watching because they prefer to watch in video format, and I am just intentionally trying to be more engaging by speaking into the camera, and so it's re- but it really doesn't add a lot more. You're, it's not giving you a whole lot more insight into what's going on when I do these things. So, but why is it so important? Because if you if you do give more information. It's, you know, I mean, I could really frustrate some people by saying, you know, what? I'm going to show those of you who are watching this, I'm going to show you exactly the process that I use to make this happen. I push this button, this button, and I'm not doing anything. I'm just making stuff up. But I could say, here's the thing. This is why I'm glad I'm doing video because I could never demonstrate what I'm about ready to show you in audio only. And so here it is for the very first time. This is how I do this. First, I do this. Second, I do this. And then I could be showing it on the video and recording it also in audio. And I would frustrate you guys because you would want access to that behind the scenes info. And you would ha- you would go see- you would want to go seek it out if this was content that you're really engaged with. So that's reason number one that this is important. Reason number two, if you continue to reference things that only viewers of the video, uh, uh, let's see, let me see if I, I may have not written this one right. If you continue to reference things that only viewers of the video you produce can see, actually, that's correct. I just didn't read it right. Uh, the audio content becomes less valuable to those who want as much access to you as you will give them. So in essence, the more va- if you make the video more valuable, the audio actually becomes a less valuable experience. It becomes, it's, it's lower quality content. You, you're, you're decreasing the quality of the content that you're creating. Now, by the way, I'm not opposed to video content. I think in the fact, I'm telling you right now, in the future, I'm going to have some sort of show that's going to be pretty much video only, um, but not podcast answer, man. As far as I know, it's not my intent right now, and I hope that it won't, it won't be, but you know, we'll, we'll see how things continue to go here. Uh, the next one, the audio-only subscribers are okay listening to only audio if they feel confident that the video subscribers are really not getting anything any more than what the people look like. So we talked about that already. However, references to what you can't see in the audio makes people want to see the video. Some will sit, oh, and so basically, if they actually do get to this place where, you know, there are these references, these slippery slope moments, if you will, that start out that way, um, here are some of the possibilities of what could happen. 
Some will simply leave because they do not have time for the video. And the audio, they'll leave because the audio has become so much less valuable. I did this, by the way. Google, uh, this week in Google, gone. This week, um, there was, um, I can't remember what other show. There, uh, iPad, or no, it wasn't iPad today because that's always been video. Um, there were two, I can't remember what they were, but they were two video show, or two podcasts that I listened to. I used to listen to four every single week from the Leo Laporte. Now I only have two. So anyway, some people simply leave because they don't have time for video at all, and the audio is not enough for them. Some will move over to the video for a while and then leave if it becomes too inconvenient for them. I've done this before, especially for this week in Google. I moved over to this week in Google, and and I watch you know the video, and it's just like it was just so inconvenient. How many time, how much content there was to consume with FaceTime required or screen time required, and it's like you know what, this has got to go. So it was inconvenient, so I eventually left. Uh, some will move over to the video and use a player that will allow the video to play as audio only and then just open up their player when a video reference is made and then go back to the audio only afterwards. By going, they'll, they'll close the, the player or close the screen again and the audio will continue to play. The only problem that I have with this, the only problem I have with this is that the video content does take up a lot more bandwidth when you're out there streaming away from a Wi-Fi uh, connection. And then some will go to the video and then go back to the audio only and simply be frustrated every time a video reference is made. And that's where I am with a majority of these shows that people do like what I'm doing for you right now. And so I'm hoping to avoid that. Anyway, Slippery Slope, there we go. I think I'm done talking about Slippery Slope. Between the la- episode 375 and this one, I think I've done enough on that. So I want to save you some money now. If you happen to be with AT&T, it's the easiest way to save money, uh, potentially. And if you're not with AT&T, it's still possible to save some money with this information uh, by using this information to leverage it as an argument for you to save some money with your current carrier. So I learned about this promo or this promotion that The Verge talked about with AT&T. And it says, AT&T's pr- uh, a- with AT&T, they're pr- having a promotion that's doubling the data offered in their larger family share plans. Now, I'm on a family share plan. I, my wife and I both have a, uh, an iPhone, and all three of our kids have an iPhone. So there are five iPhones. And we were on a family share plan, 20 gigabyte data plan. So between the five of us, we had 20 gigabytes of data to use. Now, that worked for us for most, all but two months a year. And those two months are usually months when I'm out of town and, you know, for whatever reason, I don't have good hotel Wi-Fi. And so I, I connect my laptop to it. And my laptop's, you know, dr- syncing some files via Dropbox. And it's also, you know, maybe streaming some, you know, maybe a, a Netflix movie at night or something like that. So I do bump up against my limit from time to time. And and it's, you know, it's not too bad. You know, I, I it's it was cheaper to pay for the overage, you know, a couple gigabytes overage than to, to bump it up consistently, you know, bump it up to 30 gigabytes per month for the extra cost, even though I really only used that extra data a couple times a month. Well, anyway, AT&T, during the month of October 2014 only, uh, they are bumping up and doubling their rate plans. So if you're currently on the family share plan 15, 20, 30, 40, or 50 gigabyte plan, 
what they're doing is they're doubling your limit. So if you're on the 15 gigabyte plan, they'll they'll double it to you'll have 30 gigabytes for the same price. 30 so basically the for me, I want I called them up and I said, "Hey, you know, I'm on the 20 gigabyte plan. I've heard about this promotion." They said, "Yes, we can." And they said, "Cliff, here's the deal." Uh, we could do two things for you. One, we could take your 20, uh, 20 gigabyte plan and t- boost you up to the 40 gigabytes and you'll still only pay what the 20 gigabyte plan was. So it'll be the same exact cost for 40 gigabytes. Or if you want, we can bump you up to 30 gigabytes and you'll pay only what the 15 gigabyte plan costs. So my cost would have went down to increase the 30. Now the thing is, is I'm thinking, okay, here's the deal. This is only available for for the for the month of October 2014. If you want to get in on this, you have to sign up or you have to do this before October 31st is over. Now, the thing is though, is once you change this, it stays active forever until you change your plan again in the future. This does not require that you start a new contract. It doesn't require that you it it, it literally is simply a, a promotion where you can get twice the amount of data if you're on 15, on the 15, 20, 30, 40, or 50 gigabyte family share plan. And uh, here's what I can tell you is that um, a lot of people have posted on Facebook. Ralph Quintero says, thanks, Cliff. You just saved me $45 a month and doubled my family data plan. I owe you lunch at least. Thanks again and have a great weekend. Well, Ralph, I'm glad that I saved you 45 bucks a month and I look forward to having lunch with you one of these days. Uh, Lisa Jackson Sickles says, I called and doubled ours. Thank you, Cliff. I would have never seen this. Well, you're welcome, Lisa. Kirk Bowman over at Art of Value Podcast says, thanks for the heads up, Cliff. You're welcome, Kirk. Josh Elridge uh, says, for what it's worth, I use this as leverage to add five gigabytes of data and decrease my bill by $10 per month with Verizon. So he used this information to negotiate a more data and less monthly cost as a result of this. And my great friend Michael Hyatt says, wow, I just doubled my data plan from 15 to 30 at no charge. Thanks, Cliff. Well, you're welcome, Michael. And um, so, yeah, all you need to do, folks, call. If, you, if, you got it, if you're on AT&T, uh, simply use your phone, hit 611, call the information, folks, hit 0T, get to an operator, and tell them that you heard about the family share plan and uh, you want to get in on that. So there you go. Hope that helps you. All right. Uh, so I got 10 minutes before we have to wrap things up here. I'm going to tell you a story that will help give you a reason why I think it could be a good opportunity for you to participate in one of the following uh, three things that I have available to offer as uh, as opportunities for engaging with myself, my brand, um, and also some of their amazing people. And it's all about the story of how podcasting A to Z first came about. So many of you know that I have now done, how many sessions of A to Z have I done? I'm gonna click this little button and I've done 18, all right? I've done 18 sessions of podcasting A to Z and I know it's well over 400 students who have been through it. And really, podcasting A to Z has been my number one source of income for my business. And it has radically taken everything that we've done to the next level in in big ways. And not only that, but it's allowed me an opportunity to serve people on a much deeper level 
than I've ever had an opportunity to serve people through one-on-one coaching and it's just amazing. So podcasting A to Z has been a huge win for me and it's been a huge win for anybody who's gone through it. But the question is, how did podcasting A to Z come about? And that's what I want to tell you. So it was, let's see here, it was two, you know, I had a podcast episode called The Dark Days of December 2010. Uh, it was 2010 in October and November. I had two months back to back, which were the most financially successful months my business had had at the and at that moment in time. But I was working my rear end off in a very unhealthy way to achieve those things. And it was one of the few times in my business pursuits where my shift and my focus of what I was doing went it veered away from serving others to how can I make more money. Uh, and by the way, I'm not opposed to making money. I'm not opposed to earning income. I'm not opposed to making lots of money. I'm not opposed to great wealth. In fact, I I I kind of like pursuing wealth to be honest with you. Uh, and and I don't feel guilty about that. But I do feel guilty about that when it becomes my primary focus of why I make decisions and why I choose to do the things that I do and and certainly how I how many hours I spend in my business or trying to do things and you know even when I was focused on money I was still serving people but I was not serving the people who mattered most to me which was my wife and my children and so what happened was I had had 2 months back to back where it's just like wow working around the clock but look how much money I made and and thinking well in fact I made so much in October that year that I'm thinking I want I wonder what I could do in November and I wondered if I could top it and I r- literally made decisions based solely on how much more money I could make and at the end of that month I got sick and so I, I went into into uh into 2000 uh, December 2010 and I was sick for about two weeks. I think it was two full weeks, maybe two and a half weeks. So sick that I couldn't get out of bed. I, had, I probably had the flu, um, just just sick as could be, and I couldn't work. And I could, I mean, and the and and when I get sick, sometimes that really affects my my level of confidence and and so many other. It, it affected me on so many other levels. And what happened was I'm thinking, wow, I, I really got depressed and I got down and I'm like, man, who am I? What, what, what am I going to do? I don't know that, you know, last two months were very extremely successful, but I just don't know how long I can keep pushing myself and spreading myself this thin. And, you know, it's great that we made this much money this year, but look how much I had to do to get here. I just don't know that I want to continue to do that in 2011. And, and I, and, and when I, and I thought to myself, well, if I don't do that in 2011, what do I do in 2011? And here's the thing at this time in, in November of 2010, I had an invitation and an opportunity to speak on a Dan Miller cruise, his no more Mondays cruise. And the, it's, it, it, it's always been a Valentine's cruise during Valentine's day. Uh, a seven-day cruise during the, that period of time, starting you know right at Valentine's Day, and so he invited me for this opportunity with the expectation that this is a couples cruise. It's Valentine's, right? So it's couples. Bring your wife along, and I, it, you know, I'm, I'm getting, you know, it's December and it's time. It's coming to the deadline of, you know, are you going to do this court, this cruise? 
And leading, you know, in October, November, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to do it. Look how much money I'm making, right? So I, I'm I'm very getting very excited about this. And then I'm sick for two weeks. I can't work. And so my income is taking this major dive. And so I'm I'm starting, to, you know, I'm, I'm sick anyway. My, my confidence level, self-confidence is like bottomed out. I have no, I started to lose hope for what I might be able to accomplish in 2011. I is... It's crazy. I had experienced so much success, and yet I was in the depths of despair in December 2010. In fact, I did a, a podcast, a Pursuing a Balanced Life. Remember that podcast I told you about earlier? If you go to um, gspn.tv, let's see here. I, I think it's episode 485. So I'm going to just go to gspn.tv. That stands for Generally Speaking Production Network. And I'm going to type in Dark Days of December. And I'm just going to type that in, and it's going to pull me up. It's episode 483 of Pursuing a Balanced Life, and it's called The Dark Days of December 2010. So I talked about it as that was happening to me, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I, during that period of time in December, I, I contacted Dan, and I said, Dan, would it be weird if I come on this cruise alone? Because I, I didn't know, if, I mean, it would be a stretch at that point in my mind, it might be a stretch, not knowing what January, February, and how long it's going to take me to bounce back from being sick, and my confidence level had not yet returned yet, even though I kind of knew that this was just a temporary thing and that, you know, this too shall pass kind of deal. I I was just really struggling with believing what was possible, and I said, Dan, would it be kind of weird if I came onto this cruise? And he said, quite honestly and very frankly, he says, Cliff, I, I think it probably would be awkward for you if you were to come on the cruise without Stephanie. Uh, and, uh, you know, because, you know, it is a couple's cruise and, you know, people are, you know, the, the opportunity that's afforded to you is to to show people, you know, to share your story. And and I'm very impressed by your story and what you've been able to achieve and accomplish and, and also to tell people about podcasting and what that can do for them and their brand and and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, if it, you go for the, and he did, he did, he just he stopped at yes, I think it'd be very awkward for you, given that this is a couple's cruise. But the, but I'm in, I'm I'm translating what I'm hearing. This would not go over well for you for to spend an entire seven days with everybody there, and everybody say, well, why aren't your or isn't your wife here? And you know, on Valentine's Day, well, because I couldn't afford it. You know that that would not necessarily go over that well. So here's the thing. I got off the phone with I said, "Well, Dan, I I'll, I'll have an answer, you know, by, you know, by tomorrow for this cruise." And I and I really appreciate, you know, you talking with me. So the the re, the reality is is did we have enough money to go on the cruise? Yes, because I had had so much income from October and so much income from November. But my feeling was is that I had no at that time I had no income at all for December. And, you know, for not having any, well, at least, uh, let's just put it this way. Let's just say 70% of my income was not there. I still had some digital training materials and and stuff like that. People were purchasing equipment and stuff. But as far as me working one-on-one with people, and, and which was, a maj- that was where all of my, almost all of my income came from at the time. Anyway, that wasn't going to be there in, De- in December, and I didn't know if it would be there in January, so I wanted to take all this money that was this surplus or this extra, this increase that was there in October, November, I was going to try to spread that out, and, and as, as I kind of find my way of what am I going to do 
um, you know, in January and February. I kind of just, it'd be nice to have this buffer, if you will, that's going to cover me for the January and February. And so I talked to Stephanie about this and and we we prayed about it. And it, it was very clear that the right decision was to go on this cruise because that's that's the next level. We're, the, the relationships that we're going to make on that, I feel, are going to call, you know, we're, we're going to be inspired, encouraged by the people that we meet and our eyes are going to be open to new opportunities that, that if we don't go on this, I think we'll really be missing out. Can we afford to go on this cruise? The answer is absolutely, unequivocally, yes. Would it cause us to go into debt? Not a chance. No, none whatsoever. Would it be using up income that I was hoping to rely on for January and February of next year? Yes. But Stephanie, my wife, was wise and said, do you think that you know, you're know you not going to get any income in January or February? Do you really believe that that God's not going to provide for us as, as he always has? And I'm like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Um, this is the right decision for us to go on this cruise together. And so um, then we started thinking about childcare, you know, and of course my parents work, her parents work, you know, what do we do with our young, three, three young children who, you know, are, what are they going to do? What are we going to do with them while we're away? And we looked into childcare options and what the cost would be. And, and honestly, the costs were so high. And I'm thinking, you know what? I am going to step out on faith. We have the excess. We made more money the last two months. And again, we're, you know, this talking October, December, or October, November 2010. We had made so much more money that we had the funds to not just take myself and Stephanie, but to take all five of us, all our, our entire family on that cruise. And I'm like, that's what we're going to do. So I said, I, I got in touch with Dan. The next day I said, Dan, not only am I bringing Stephanie, I'm bringing our entire family on this cruise. And he got, it's like, man, Cliff, I am so excited. I really think you made the right decision. And I, and I, I knew for a fact we had made the right decision. So we signed up that very next day, paid in full for all five of us to go on this Dan Miller, no more Monday's cruise. And the people I met, on that cruise, my life has been forever altered since. Um, you know, some folks have heard my podcast uh, talking about a man named David Foster, a pastor, friend of mine who had spoken in my life in a powerful way um, that I had the pleasure of meeting for the first time face-to-face on that cruise, and the relationship that came up out of that has, wow, altered my life forever and and for eternity and also has had ripple effects in my entire family and for generations to come, and not to mention the the ripple effects that it's had in so many other uh, things that I've worked with around with people around the world. So, and uh, he passed away unfortunately in uh, April 2011, but um, or no 2012, and uh, but yeah, I cannot I cannot imagine what my life might be like today had I not gone on that cruise and not met. Uh, David and Paula Foster. I, I I just I would not want to imagine my life today had I not had that opportunity. And then t- the, the the what that did for myself and Stephanie to take our relationship with Dan and Joanne Miller uh, to the next level is is un- unbelievable. I mean, and, and and the thing is, it's not just me that has a relationship with Dan. I mean, my wife and I have a close personal friendship with Dan and Joanne, and it's. It's incredible. I mean, 
it, they're like family. It, they, it's just amazing. And I don't think that we would be that close. Or I, I think we would be friends, but I don't think we'd be as close as we are now if we had not had that experience on that cruise initially that that kind of kicked that off. Um, and then Joel and Pay Bogus and then West Connor and and just so many other people that we met on that cruise and, and what that did for us. But not only that, but here's how this ties into podcasting A to Z. So podcasting A to Z had not been born yet. You know, <laughs> this cruise is in February. And so I've got to find a way. It's like, okay, finally, I'm starting to get out of the fog. I'm, it, it's the end of December. I'm starting to feel better. And what happens is that, okay, it's Jan- it's January is right around the corner. What am I going to do? I need to, I need to start general. I've paid for this cruise. We, it was no problem at all. We have a little bit money to carry us through and you know, the, the, you know, you know, as far as when February comes, we got a little bit of money towards January so that at the end of January, we can write our one paycheck a month, which is what we do for living in February. Um, you know, but the thing is, is I need to come up with some income here. And so what I decided is I looked at how much income do I need for January? How much do I need for February? And and that would include the time away for the cruise and, and all these other things. And I determined at that time, my business needed to generate $16,000. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do to generate $16,000? And I, was, I went to my mastermind group. And again, relationships that are so vital and important to me. And I, I shared this, you know, hey, guys, here's what's going on. Um, I, I said to Pat Flynn and, and the other folks that were in my mastermind group, I said, this is what's going on. I, I've got this cruise that I'm going on and the, I need to come up with some way of generating $16,000 over this course, this period of time, between this time and this time, um, you know, which was about a, a nine week period of time. Over the next nine weeks, I need to generate $16,000. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? And so it was right about that time that Pat was telling me about a an online course that he had done called this Niche Site Duel, and he had had people who had paid eight hundred dollars per person, and uh, and and of course then he taught me, you know, shared with me, you know, how he formatted that course and stuff like that, and I'm and it got me to thinking. I said, well, you know, maybe I could create, you know, take all these tutorials that I've created, and even create a couple more tutorials. And I can organize them in such a way, create an online forum, make assignments, assign them, uh, you know, like a class syllabus each week, what to do. And I can make myself available to answer every single question they have along the way and do weekly group coaching calls at the end of the week, which was all inspired a lot, pretty much by what Pat Flynn had shared that he had been doing uh, for his own business, his own brand in our mastermind group. And so as a result of that, I developed this plan and I called it Podcasting A to Z. I created everything and started to market it. And I, you know, we're, you know, and this is what I was doing all of January, you know, and and I wasn't really generating a ton of extra income. I was doing some consulting work in between. So I was bringing in a little bit of income from that. But really, I I was totally reliant upon this four week or, or this course, Podcasting A to Z. And we decided to drive to Florida instead of flying. So it was a two-day drive to Florida. And Stephanie drove as we went down there. And in the passenger seat, I was on my laptop with a little mobile Wi-Fi device. 
And I'm engaging with people who have questions about this A to Z course, people who are thinking about signing up because they'd heard me talk about it on my mailing list or on my podcast. And as I'm answering their questions, I'm, you know, intentionally I'm trying to convince them of the value of this course. And yes, please sign up. I, I promise you it'll be worth it. And and many of them did. And on the way there, and actually on the way there, I had only had, I think it was about two si- two people signed up. On the cruise, during the seven days of the group, there was sign up, sign up, sign up. Now, I will tell you that four people on the cruise signed up while we were, you know, while we were on the cruise. They said, sign me up, which was amazing. And then on the way home, just you know, uh, registration after registration came in. Of course, all of these are paid up front. And uh, then once I got back, the week after we got back is when uh, this started. On the Monday, the class started, the 20th person signed up and I had $16,000. And that is how podcasting A to Z got started. Now, of course, I did that that session and it went so extremely well and I'm like, wow, this is so radically different. This allows me to do the things I feel called to do. This allows me to to be of such service that is way beyond. I mean, because the thing is, is people aren't paying me by the hour. I can actually spend more time with them without them being afraid that they're going to be billed an extra hour, which I would I never did when I had the eight is when I had the one on one calls. I would always gladly give them extra time and effort and and insight and stuff like that if they had the time to listen. Uh, so the it, it it was such an incredibly different experience that I decided you know hey I'm going to take a month off and I'm going to do it again. And I've improved it every single time until finally one, you know, one time, I think it was back in 2012, I drastically improved it and um, doubled the price on the course. And of course, today it's, you know, a $2,000 course and people still sign up for it. It sells out every single time that I do it. But anyway, so that's how podcasting A to Z came about. It came out of my depths of depression uh, uh, after having the two most six months successfully back to back. And yet at the same time, I wasn't excited about that success because I had lost my focus. But what happened was that December of 2010 really helped me get back into the focus of why am I doing what I'm doing? And as a result of that, it said, I said, what do I want to do? Where do I want to go from here? And when I made the decision to sign up for the cruise, I just knew it was the right decision. There was the money was there. And I knew at that point when I made that decision, I have confidence that even though I don't know the plan yet, things are going to happen and it's all going to work out. And this is the right decision. And the relationships that I made changed my life forever. And the relationships in my mastermind changed my life forever. The relationships of with people who were already operating at the level for which I desired to operate, I got the opportunity to spend time with those people, to develop deeper relationships with those people, and those people's lives and their influence on me helped shift my own mindset. So with that, um, I did not share that with you just so that I can push or market the three things that I want to tell you about now, but I did want to push and market the three things I want to tell you about right now, and I figured, you know, what better way to lead into it than this? So the first thing that I want to tell you about is the next level 
workshop that I am doing with Ray Edwards in Colorado. Now, those of you who are going to the Platform Conference, this is one day after that. It's at the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs, Colorado. If you go to nextlevelstudio.tv or podcastanswerman.com slash nextlevel, you can see the registration page and a video that explains everything about this uh, one-day event. Now, if you are going to the Platform Conference, which I highly encourage you to do so, uh, head over to platformconference.tv and use promo code CLIFF. If you are not going to the conference, you can still come to this one-day event, although I think that um, you'll find it extremely valuable if you just take advantage of the entire platform conference and the next level one day event. And what this does is the next level one day event that Ray and I are doing, we are literally limiting this to 20 people only. And so it is a much deeper connection to myself and to Ray and to the other people who are also going to uh, invest at that level. And I'm going to tell you that, that relationships are going to form out of that. People are going to develop mastermind groups out of that that are going to have the same kind of uh, life-giving ideas like there, people are going to be creating their own kind of podcasting A to Z's or inspiring even greater things than that as a result of the relationships that are, are formed during this event. So if you're interested in that, go to podcastanswerman.com slash next level or nextlevelstudio.tv. Either one will take you to the same place. That, again, is coming up in November. Uh, the next thing that I want to tell you about is my 19th session of podcasting A to Z is starting on Monday, January 12th of this coming year. So uh, it is October. There is a lot of time between now and January, but I want to tell you, space is limited. This I give people my whole, <laughs> I give people my full attention during this course, and it is very limited on the number of people that can be there. And this will be the last time that this course is offered at $2,000. I'm going to raise the rate on this after the January session to $2,500. And um, there are going to be some other things. In fact, already recently I've made the desire, decision to hire some contractors to come in and help me answer questions, technical questions, and and to get on there with people one on one if they need if they need that additional help. So there are some things that I'm doing to take that course to the next level. But January will be the final session where you can still get it at the price today. And those two reasons, uh, or that that one reason right there. Uh, last time I did the price increase, I gave people this opportunity to sign up before the price went up. And um, yeah, it, it, it's going to sell out. So if you're interested, podcastinga2z.com, uh, sign up as soon as you can. And then the last thing that I'm going to tell you about, and it's really not going to profit me too much. I mean, I will actually earn a commission if you sign up and go on this with me. Stephanie and I just made the decision to accept Dan's invitation once again to go cruising with him and Joanne. I happen to know that Michael and Gail Hyatt are also going on this cruise and uh, some other folks that I already know and and get this, almost 100 people total so far going on the next Ultimate Advantage cruise with Dan and Joanne Miller. Almost 100 people, including myself and Stephanie now, Dan and Joanne Miller, Michael and Gail Hyatt, and some amazing, wonderful other people on this cruise 
if you have any interest in going away for seven days on the most awesome way you can spend a, a Valentine's t- day with or Valentine's with your your bride or your spouse, I encourage you to send me an email, cliff at podcastanswerman.com and say, Cliff, I'm interested in going cruising with you guys uh, and I can get you connected. And just in full disclosure, I will tell you, I will earn a commission, a small commission on uh, you signing up through me. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, if you are interested, um, again, you know, just wanted to be upfront with you, but uh, it's it's awesome, trust me. Uh, and this time we're not taking the kids. Stephanie and I are taking our kids uh, to Disney uh, in December for I think 10 days or seven days or something like that. And I think we're going to be gone for a total of 10 days anyway. So we're, we're having a big trip be- with the kids before we go on this cruise. And, uh, there's something else I'll be telling you guys about in the future. Um, I'll just hint that a European vacation for the entire five Ravenscrafts, the Ravenscraft family European vacation coming next fall. Um, I, I'm just going to tease you with that one and uh, and leave it at that. All right. Whoops. Wrong button there. Let me turn this music down and hit this button here and tell you guys I am sorry that I've gone this far over one hour. But uh, anyway, I, I, I allowed myself to go over an hour this week because next week there's not probably not going to be an episode of Podcast Answer Man. I'm heading out Monday morning. I'm heading to Denver, Colorado, and then I have like a two or three hour, um, uh, I I don't know, some mountain express or something like that, the transportation, it's going to take me into the mountains of Colorado, and I'm going to the SCORE conference uh, with Michael Hyatt and Ken Davis. I'm looking to take my public speaking to the next level again. You know, so I'm, I'm already really excited about what I've learned at the SCORE conference. The first time I went through, I'm not done yet. In fact, I, I might go again after this, but uh, I really got a ton of value out of my first experience at the SCORE conference, and, and I'm so excited to be going back again because it's going to help me uh, with my platform conference that I'm going to do in November, so I'll be speaking at that, and uh, further adjusting that, I'm going to be speaking at Social Media Marketing World uh, next year. And there are already a couple other conferences that are reaching out to me that, uh, well, I'll tell you what, I've already confirmed one or two of them and I can't give you any more details yet. But uh, yeah, I'm looking to continue to take my public speaking to the next level. And uh, that's why I will not be here next Thursday. So I will no podcast answer man next week. The only way the only way something will happen if I feel just led to record something from Colorado while I'm there. I don't know if that'll happen or not. If it does, you'll know. It, but if I'm not here next week, no episode. It's not because something's broken. It's just that I've taken the week off to uh, to take what I'm doing to the next level. And of course, my friends. I thank you for tuning in. I encourage you to take everything that you're doing to the next level. And just a reminder, if you want to come to Colorado in November for the next level one day workshop with only 20 people, myself, Ray, my wife, Stephanie, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Head over to nextlevelstudio.tv or podcastanswerman.com slash nextlevel. Either way, Um, podcastinga2z.com if you want to sign up for that A to Z course in January. 
Or if you want to cruise with myself and Stephanie, Dan and Joanne Miller, Michael and Gail Hyatt, and up to, I think it's actually already nearly 100 people on this cruise. Just email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com. I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, God bless you all. Until next time, take it all to the next level. Bye-bye. Get the thing